Uncluttered and Unfiltered is brought to you in part by our latest obsession, Pain Cakes. Pain Cakes are the revolutionary cold pack that stick to you so you can stick to your routine. Whether you're pounding the pavement as a runner like me or you're tackling the clutter as a professional organizer like Christine, Pain Cakes has got you covered. Pain Cakes comes in three sizes and can be used again and again. We both keep them in our freezers. And when we feel an ache or a pain, you just stick them on your body. You can do it a hundred times. It's all the benefits of using a cold pack, but no downtime. Find pancakes at pain-cakes.com or at thousands of retailers nationwide. Welcome to Uncluttered and Unfiltered, the podcast urging you to let it go and don't look back with nationally acclaimed professional organizer, Christine Stone and self-proclaimed hot damn mess radio and TV personality, Eden Kindle. Welcome back, everybody, to Uncluttered and Unfiltered. And we are Eden and Christine. Christine Stone is a professional organizer. And the reason I want to put that at the very forefront of our show today, neatly designed as your company, January is Get Organized Month. As it should be, because we're kicking off a bright, shiny new year. Yep. So I defer today's subject and content truly to you while I go get my popcorn (laughs) and sit back and really listen and learn because I can't tell you how many times we've thought about employing the help of the subject of today's show, storage units. How are we doing a whole show about storage units? It's so easy though. It is? So, So a lot of people listening either currently have a storage unit for all their extra stuff or have thought about maybe getting one. Yes. So let's go. Let's roll up our sleeves and let's tackle the storage unit. Okay. So how the storage unit dilemma has occurred through the over 15 years I've been doing this. I will finish in a client's home. They will be thrilled. Everyone's so happy. I get to the door and they go, don't kill me. And I go, what? <laughs> And they go, I didn't tell you about the storage unit or units bum, I have. Bum, bum. And I start laughing. And they go, you're not mad? And I go, if I had a dollar for every time someone said that to me, I would be able to retire and become a millionaire. Because everybody is ashamed or embarrassed of the, that they own a storage unit, unless it's for certain reasons that I'll get into. And... That is why this topic is so near and dear to my heart because storage unit facilities, if you've seen, they pop up on every corner and there's a reason why. And that is because everybody, instead of getting rid of things, they're like, I'll just shove it in a storage unit. And they never, ever, ever go to their storage unit. And I mean, never. I'll ask people, so when's the last time you've been here? Oh, I don't know, three, four, five years. I go, do you know what's in here? No, I have no idea. I can't remember. Because <laughs> if you if you can't even remember, you know it's nothing you want to bring into your home. Uh-huh. So that is the first thing. People are spending a lot of money on storage units they don't go to. They don't want to go to. It's stressful. And the problem is, though, it's like a monkey on their back. It's like having two weights because they know eventually they have to go to that storage unit. They know it's costing them a lot of money a year to own that storage unit. So it's always in the back of their mind. So it's like 
it's like having a monkey on your back. You're just like, oh, I got to go to that storage unit, that storage unit. I wonder if it's in the storage unit. I don't even like that storage unit. That storage unit's hot. That storage unit has bugs. I mean, I could go on and on and on. I'm guessing a lot of people buy duplicates of what's in the storage unit to avoid having to go pick up whatever they know they already own. Absolutely. Absolutely. And there, like I talked about right away, there are exceptions and that would be one you are moving into a house that's being built you already sold your other house you got to put your furniture or your items somewhere for the in-between so you get a storage unit someone passed away and you inherited a whole house full of stuff you don't know if the antiques are valuable you don't know if you're emotionally prepared to deal with that right this second and that i I understand. So you put everything in a storage unit. Someone dies suddenly. You're not able to sit there and go through stuff. Mm -hmm. It's too excruciating to do that. So there are exceptions. But keeping the storage unit year after year after year, Mm -hmm. I can tell you how many times I've gone to storage units with clients and they over and over, oh, I didn't know I had that. Ooh, I don't want that anymore. Why'd I save that? So it's you're paying rent at a facility that you don't even like the stuff that's in there. It'd be like paying rent for somebody that you didn't want to hang out with anymore. Right. If you paid their rent. And you paid their rent every month to live there. And, it, you know, it does sound like, you know, I've we've done storage units before that weren't terribly expensive until you start to add up. Month after month, year after year, and then you've got to get climate control because oh, you have to in in Florida. Florida, We are in Florida. You have to. Yeah. So, so what's what's a person to do with all that stuff? Well, the first thing is you have to realize with storage units, guilt plays a big role because mainly the stuff in there is sentimental. Mm-hmm. So you're like, oh, God, if I go over there, it's going to take hours, days, weeks, because it's mom stuff, sister stuff, husband stuff. You know, it's emotional K- kid stuff. Oh, my kids, all their stuff, I put it in there. And it's hard to do. It's hard to do. So I made a list. And this is how you know when it's time to let go of the storage unit. Oh, nice. And how you can finally break free of your storage unit. You ready? I am ready. Go there. Oh, That's God, the I don't want to go there. Thing I don't have one, but you if have I did. to do is mm. go there. I don't want to go to you, anyone's storage unit, right. especially my own. So the reason why I say that, because thinking about it is not going to get it resolved. Thinking about it is not going to help. So going there and taking, looking at what's in there. So when you first get there, don't worry that you're doing anything that day other than making a game plan. You have to make a game plan. What Getting your ducks in a row, that's what you're doing. Do I need a mover? Do I need two movers? Do I need a donate? Do I need a consignment shop? Do I need someone for antique furniture to guess how much something is worth or art an art dealer find out what's in there take pictures lots and lots of pictures and then you go back home you don't try to tackle this without knowing the support systems you need to get this cleared out and taken care of so that's the first thing um if you cannot tackle this project on your own hire a professional it doesn't even need to be an organizer an organizer will help 
you know, get everything sorted and get the people that you need to come and pick things up. But you can also, if you know there's really hardly anything you want in there, just get someone who will come and and take it and, you know, donate it. So that's what I mean by getting your people that you need to get involved in this project. Um, And then when you get in there, here here are the questions you need to ask. Do you want to sell or consign the items? Do you want... Do you need to schedule donation pickups and how many? Do you need people to meet you there? Do you need a junk removal company who will just come and junk it all because it's not worth a thing? Um, And last but not least, I think this is such an important question. Do you just need to say goodbye? Light a match. Just Well, no, meaning like it's an emotional thing and you just need to be ready to say, I'm ready to go in there and say goodbye to things that I've been holding on to that really have no value other than they're, you know, they're taking up space in my mind, Mm -hmm. on my shoulders and financially in my wallet. Sure. So that's really important because a lot of people, when I say it like that, they go, you know, you're right. I I think I need to go in there alone for a few minutes, look around and really decide what's going on that I can't let this stuff go. To me, it seems not having been in your shoes and, and worked with people who are in an emotional attachment with these things. But if you have it in a photograph and you're looking, you've got all your photographs spread out. It seems like it would be a little bit easier, not easy, but easier if you're removed from the item to say, do you see yourself going to the storage unit to retrieve that item ever Ever. and putting it into use, hanging it on your wall, putting it on a shelf, using it the way it's intended to be used? Well, and you also get the what if. Well, what if I get a condo one day? Or what if my kids need it? Or what if one day I want to take the piece of furniture and have it repainted and use it in my daughter's baby's room. What if, what if, what if, what if, and what if goes from year to year to Mm -hmm. year to year, it just never ends. And so my feeling on storage units is tackle it, make it a new year's resolution. And I'm not big on resolutions, but this is so important because I know after people deal with their storage units, they are so relieved. Mm. I mean, they text me, they email me, they call me. Oh my God, I feel like a new person because it's something, even though you don't have to look at it or see it every day, it's in your thoughts. What do I do with all that stuff? I don't want that stuff. That stuff's not coming in my house. You know what I Mm -hmm. mean? It's nothing they want. Right. If they wanted it or felt they needed it on a regular basis, it would be somewhere yes. closer and easier to reach. The The feeling, too, that you're spread out is that it's hard to describe, but there's this feeling of like, I'm sitting here with you. Half my stuff is across town. It just feels... No connection. No, you don't feel connected. You feel spread out. You feel like... If it was at least under your own roof, not that I'm trying to suggest that you have a closet that you can't open until and bowling balls are going to fall off the shelves, right. et cetera. But I just think that there's definitely a if it if there are people who have no closet space, no storage space, that is a difficult situation. And if they're hoping one day to resolve that, that's an example you gave where you right. might one day move somewhere bigger. Right. But that's not what you're talking about. You're seeing people who have just held I, I on for not just the, one two storage units, three storage units. Mm -hmm. And it was usually during a move. 
and they got new furniture, they got new things, which always happens because whenever you're moving to a new place, I mean, sometimes you take stuff, but sometimes the setup is different. The layouts Mm -hmm. are different. So you really are like, no, I'm just going to get a new sofa. So you leave the other one in the storage unit that is now piled high full of other boxes sitting on the sofa. So that's why it's important to have someone with some strength who will move things out, including in the very back. I mean, people have no idea what's in the back of a storage unit, let alone what's in front. Because Uh so much stuff has been piled and piled and piled in front of it that the back, I mean, it could be from you know, the 80s for your 70s, nobody even knows. Mm -hmm. So it's really important to get your ducks in a row, have the people that you need to help you see what you own. And if you go and take a look around and see, really, I don't want any of this, give yourself permission to say, I'm getting rid of all of it. I don't want it in my house. Nobody else wants it. And remember, I'm going to say this throughout this podcast, your kids never want anything everyone's like my kids may want it my kids may want it and then their kids will come and go i don't want that or what about once you've passed and then they have to come and look through everything chuck I mean, seriously, I cannot tell you how many people think, no, my son will want that. My daughter will want that. And then their son or daughter come and go, I don't want that. So it's very rare unless it's a family heirloom. Mm -hmm. And even then, I mean, they really, one thing I can say about this new generation of kids, they are minimalists and they like less things in their homes. And I'm all for that, as you know, being an organizer. So when your parents keep trying to pawn things mm-hmm. off on you that they don't want, they don't want it either. Right. That is correct. I have a few things that I will not get rid of, even though I know I can. And I still, I, I, I get it. I get it. And my kids certainly don't want them. But uh, let's let's talk about the idea, too, that when you say you don't know what's in there, that you could it, you could actually make it not I don't want to say fun. You, it could be exciting if you really haven't been there in a while and you get family members to come. But then people are going, going to want to hang on to things, which is usually the opposite but of what you, you see. Want. My eyes, squinting. yeah. The, as, as I was saying it, I just wanted to see this. So I'm saying it. Her eyes are getting smaller and smaller until they're just little slits. And then she's looking at me like, "Don't even say that you should bring other people in your family to your storage unit because I know what you're going to say. An impartial person. You need to bring somebody yes. who's impartial. Who's impartial? Because when you get your sister, your mother, mm-hmm. your cousin, then they're emotionally invested just like you are. Mm-hmm. And it's great if the They'll take something like you can put a post-it note on a bin that you have and say, this is for Aunt Carol, and then have her come pick it up or you bring the bin to her. But getting a whole bunch of people in a storage unit, unless it's just a bunch of furniture and people want to just come pick and choose what they want, it's just a recipe for disaster because then you're, first of all, it'll last forever. This whole thing will last weeks on end because people start being emotional about every little item Uh and telling stories about every single item. Someone will start crying. I mean, it'll be a whole thing. So it, it's just better to do it with someone who's not as invested as you are, who can be, um, you know, not biased about things and really tell you what 
what they think to help you let go of things. It's emotionally stressful, whether it's a storage unit or something in your house or, you know, anything to do with your children. Those are called emotional clutter and stress clutter and they cause stress. So that's why I always say, look first get your ducks in a row, make lists the people who you can get there to help you, not to hinder you, Mm -hmm. but to help you. Could you, and I'm taking a page off of something you said from an episode previous, I think it was our downsizing episode, I want to say, but could you like every say for first you go there and then maybe one Saturday you say, all right, I'm going to have the charity come by. Yep. And then another Saturday you say, okay, I'm going to have the consignment furniture place come by and just have these appointments made where they're ready to just take things away directly from the storage unit. Yes. And I I mean, normally that's how it'll work because, I mean, it'd be an act of God to get everybody to be able to come with everybody's schedules on the same exact day. I Uh mean, that's great if it can happen, but usually everybody's schedules are different. That's why post-it notes, and I talk about them all the time, and I'm not getting paid by post-it, but it's the smartest thing to use different colors for different items, one for consignment, one for donate, you know, different, one junk, just stuff I'm Mm -hmm. throwing out. And that way, when each person comes on the day they're assigned to come, it's so easy. You say, you're the one with the purple post-its, or you're the one with the yellow post-its, and it makes it super easy. I got to say the consignment thing is I live in my brain to where I know I'm going to take all of this stuff to Goodwill, but I for a minute had piles like consignment, eBay, whatever. And then I'm like, then I get to a point where I'm like, you're never, I'm never going to do it. And the rent in my brain isn't worth the $30, $40 I'm going to get from, oh, the, if that. from the resale store. So I'm just going to load it all over and take it just to get rid of it, which there's something to be said about that. Because once it's gone, then it's I stop gone. deciding. But for a while, I'll have two or three bags. And then every time I walk by them, I'm going into my brain going, well, what day can I go there? Where they? Right. I'll tell you the thing about consignment stores too. That can hurt your feelings. When you go to when a they- consignment <laughs> store, they're rifling through all your stuff and then they come back and nope. say, nope, yep. nothing's nothing's in style here right? or no quality s- stuff here. Right. You're like, what are you saying? Like I spent a lot on that. So it's better to just give it to somebody who says, thank you. Well, any... Uh- Okay, so anytime you have any of those type of items and you're thinking about consignment or selling it, unless it's of value, like real value, Mm. something that you can sell in the real real, or you know what I mean? You have to think, do I have the time to post on all these different sites Mm -hmm. and wait for somebody, because you play that ping pong act where they're, you know, whether it's eBay or any of these sites, you have to decide if it's worth your time versus the money you're going to get for items. And the, and this is nothing against great stores like Uptown Cheapskate is a local one, but Plato's Closet is a national chain. You know, I think Uptown is a chain as well. I don't know. But anyway, these places where you go in and they buy right on the spot as opposed to consignment where yep. they, like we pay cash. Right. Every time my daughter and I have gone to one of those places, we come away annoyed because you got to be in season. You've got to have... Oh, yeah. yeah they the, have the, all requirements. All these requirements. And you get maybe 20 bucks for a, you know, a huge stack. And then and, and it's a little more if you use it as a credit. And then you're bringing more junk. Right. You know. But we always... It's a great idea in theory. And it's, and it's great. 
if you have a thick skin. Let me tell you, don't go wandering in there thinking that your stuff is worth more than it is because it never is. Oh, and that that's not just clothes. That's all types of memorabilia, all types. Yeah. You think it's worth so much. You've held on to it. It's been sitting in closets, taking up space. And then you go on eBay or you go on your fa- neighborhood Facebook thing to sell something and people are like, what? Or you'll go on eBay and there'll be 700 of yes. them and they're selling them for a dollar. And you're like, what the heck? I've held on to these forever. I have some figurines that were my grandmother's and I went on eBay and I noticed that they were going for 45, 50 bucks each. And I was like, what? That's great. And then I looked, they'd been listed for years, years, years. I mean, that's the person that has the time to throw everything they can up there. And if something sells great, if it doesn't, 10 other things are selling from their right. other collections. And there's there's more and more of these sites now. So people are all over the place when they're going to look for things. It's not like it used to be where it was just eBay and you mm-hmm. could go on there. So it's just, it. It. I always say, how much time do you have to devote to selling items versus the money you're going to get for it? Some people, they may be retired and they have all all day to do this. And I think that's great. Yeah. But most people don't. And mm-hmm. they're like, I don't have time for this. I, I mean, I'd rather just donate it mm-hmm. or, you know, give it to the homeless shelter where people, I always say, you may not want something and you may think, oh, you know, but there's always somebody else who will find value in it. Mm-hmm. Always. Yeah, Absolutely. Absolutely. So this this book or novella that you've written about storage <laughs> units, is there, is there more on there to share? Um, you know what? I, I just want everybody to be motivated and inspired in 2023 to get the monkey off your back. Go over there, t- go and look and see what you have, take photos. And then I would like people to respond back and let me know with pictures, with comments on how they felt after they let the storage unit go, how, you know, what did they experience going through this process? I would love, love, love to hear from people. Okay, so getting rid of your storage unit in the new year, but don't say it's going to happen this year. Say it's going to happen this month. Make it be by the end of the month or the end of middle of next month, but set a date, set a date in this year and get that monkey off your back and slice it up like a salami. If you have to this week, we're going to get rid of all the goodwill next week. We're going to, you know, invite, you know, um, invite three strong guys. You're right. To come over and lift everything. And then, but, but really you've got to have a plan for everything and just be prepared to let it go. Plan of action. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Well, happy national organizing month. I know it's a busy time for you. It's a busy time for us. And, uh, everybody else, we wish you a happy, happy new year and new organized life. And again, there are ways for you to let us know if you've gotten rid of the storage unit or if you're getting ready to tackle that project. Everything we do has our name on it, Uncluttered and Unfiltered, on Instagram, on Facebook. We have a private group. You're invited to join Uncluttered and Unfiltered Ladies Over 40. We've got our website that has a contact us form. So all of those things. And, of course, we have to ask if you're listening to us through a way where you can leave a a review, five stars. We would love those stars. We it, it's not for our egos. There's actually like an algorithm reason yes. for it. So we, yeah. we ask that. I don't that. get it, but I know. We don't pretend I, to get it. We don't pretend to get it, but those reviews, if you leave a review, that actually is very beneficial. So we appreciate it if you do that. 
And we invite you to let it go. And don't look back. Happy New Year. Hi, it's Eden. Christine and I absolutely love bringing you Uncluttered and Unfiltered, the podcast for women over 50. For the first time, we're asking you for your help. A one-time or monthly donation from you will help us with production costs and help us grow this awesome community. Find a link to make a donation in our most recent show notes in our Uncluttered and Unfiltered Ladies Only Facebook group pinned to the top or on our Uncluttered and Unfiltered Facebook page. And in advance, thank you.